0: worthy. Come on and put your hands together and bless him all over this room. If you know he's holy, come on and open your mouth and give him some worship. If you know he's worthy, come on, give him the best praise that you can give him. Come on, if you know he's worthy, let's give him praise. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of the Lord Jesus you are holy and we worship you this morning let's just connect across the audience everyone touch somebody we're just going to ask the Lord to speak to our hearts today this moment is not a moment that I take lightly but it is the opportunity for the Lord to speak to us to give us clarity and direction concerning his will for our lives and so father as we stand in this preaching moment we thank you first of all for this day for this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it we have entered your gates with thanksgiving and we continue to enter your courts with praise. We are thankful unto you, and Father, we bless your name. Father, as we stand to hear your word, we thank you that the entrance of your word brings light and it brings understanding. Quicken us according to your word that we may follow your plan for our lives. Bless the neighbor that we touch now. Give them strength. Thank you for the strength of the Lord. Thank you that you've already declared in this house that you are our strength. Strength like no other and you reach to us. We thank you that your strength is made perfect in our weakness so even now we squeeze the hand of that neighbor and we squeeze strength the strength of the lord the sustenance of the lord thank you for your strength today And Father, when all is said and done, we thank you that you get the glory, the honor, and the praise because you are the only one worthy of all of it. Now drop those hands, put them together, open your mouth, and give God a shout for what we know he's going to do. In Jesus' mighty name, amen listen before you go to your seat just reach around and tell somebody neighbor it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right hallelujah to Jesus it's gonna that's right come on encourage somebody it's gonna be all right somebody needs to let somebody know that it's gonna be all right they may not hear it anywhere else but in the house of God neighbor it's gonna be all right I don't care what you're going through sis it's gonna be all right hallelujah because the Lord is your strength And he is your song. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Almighty King. What an honor and what a privilege it is once again to be in the house of the Lord. The Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. We thank God for the angel of this house, Bishop Charles Edward Blake. God bless the man of this house. Come on, let's praise God one more time. In his absence, come on, let's praise God for him like he was here. Come on. That's it, that's it. Let's honor our leader on this morning and certainly to Lady May. Hallelujah, who stands by his side. Come on, let's celebrate God. Glory to Jesus. We also thank God for the assistant pastor, the elder, the pastor, Charles Edward Blake II. Let's praise God for him and what God is doing in his life certainly to the rest of the first family we honor God for them well what about this music and worship arts ministry amen I celebrate God for them along with the media department and having gone through a successful conference this week delegates from all over the country attended the when we worship symposium hallelujah We have a few here today, and I want to note and highlight and just introduce you to one of my best girlfriends, sister evangelist, prophetess, uh, Barbara Jackson Sagal, all the way from Memphis, Tennessee. Come on, stand up so they can see you beautiful. Amen. I call her my Abishai. Hallelujah to Jesus. She serves along with me in the international work of the Church of God in Christ in the music department. And I'm so honored to call her friend. Amen. To each and every one of you, the people of the Lord, this is the day that the Lord has made. And what are we going to do? And be glad in it. Well, my subject for this morning is when we worship. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, when... We worship. I thank God for my covering for the elder Darren McAllister. Amen. And because I understand that worship is a lifestyle and it's not just what we do when we come into the house of the Lord, I say I am honored to be his wife and to serve him. Amen. That is my worship unto the Lord. God bless you, sweetheart. Amen. And to Sister Sylvia, isn't she looking good this morning? She is wearing that hat. When we worship, I'm going to go to the book of Acts, chapter number 16. And I'm going to read in your hearing verses 25 and 26. And it reads as thus, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. Can you say with me, when we worship. As I've already expressed to you for the last two days and the last two nights, we have been led and engaged in a time of instruction, of reflection, of introspection and prophetic insight into what happens when we worship we were reminded that God desires to be enthroned in our praise and that his very presence provides everything that we could ever need or desire we were reminded that praise is the vehicle we utilize to get to the destination of worship. For those of you that drove this morning, you had in mind a goal. You set out to come to West Angeles Church of God in Christ. Those of you that took the bus, or you may have taken the train, or maybe somebody picked you up to come to church, you had in mind that I am going to the cathedral. I am going to worship and I'm going to praise the Lord. But when you arrived in the parking lot, when you arrived at the gate, you didn't stay in your vehicle, you got out of your vehicle and you came into the house of the Lord. You see, my brothers and sisters, praise is merely the vehicle, but worship is the destination. Can you look at your neighbor and help me teach this, say, praise is a vehicle, worship is the destination. And according to St. John chapter 4, where Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, we understand that worship is where God wants us to get. For he said that God is a spirit and they that worship him must do so in spirit and in truth there are a couple of things that I want to share with you this morning and I will confess to you that I had a whole other message prepared and as I was going through my message about two o'clock in the morning the Lord said no I need you to go back to the basics and certainly it is something that we need to understand for foundational principles of what God is calling for in this thing called praise and worship praise is always active it includes the lifting of the hands everybody just lift your hands according to psalm 134 and verse 2 it says lift Your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord come on let's do what the Word says come on now bless the Lord bless the Lord bless the Lord bless the Lord (laughs) praise is always active and it includes singing unto the Lord and to one another according to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16 where it states Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Praise is always active. It includes dancing before the Lord with all of your might With the aid of instruments, according to Psalm 149 and verse 3, let them praise his name with the dance. Let them sing unto him with the timbrel and the harp. Praise is always active, it includes the clapping of the hands and the using of our voice, according to Psalm 47 verse 1. Oh clap your hands all ye people and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Come on let's do what the word says. Psalm 149 in verse 6 let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Praise is always active. Look at your neighbor and say, praise, praise is always active. Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 3 tells us that there is a garment of praise that can be put on in exchange for the spirit of heaviness. So if you're feeling heavy this morning, get your release through your praise. That's why we come to the house of the Lord. To praise him, to worship him, and to receive the divine exchange. His joy for our sadness his strength for our weakness his wisdom for the lack thereof his healing for the malady it's in your praise I don't know what you're going through this morning I don't know what you got to go back home to I don't know what you had to go through this week I don't know the kind receive from your doctor from your lawyer from your teacher but this one thing I do know the one that has the remedy is in the room and if you engage him he will respond come on Zion let's give our great God a great praise. Allow me to share with you this morning that your praise ought not be motivated by your feelings or your emotions. We praise the Lord because he is worthy. Everything that has breath <laughs> praise the Lord we praise him because he is worthy not because we feel it but because we recognize him and his will and his ability to govern our lives and since he is holy or different. We can trust that his way is perfect and it is to that end that we praise. So let's review the seven root words or levels of praise. Toda, which is to lift the hand in a cup-like manner as in giving sacrifice or receiving a gift. It denotes sacrifice. Psalm 42 and verse 5, David said, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the help of my countenance, and my god you see my brothers and sisters every now and then we need to have a yet praise and what is a yet praise in spite of my circumstance yet will i praise him in spite of how i feel in my body yet i will praise him in spite of what's going on all around me yet i will praise him does anybody in here have a yet praise Yada, which is to lift your hands with all of your strength. Come on, lift your hands with all of your strength. Get the crook out of your elbows. Come on, lift up your hands with all of your strength. That is to extend oneself with worship and adoration. And you move to yada when you begin to enjoy todah. So this is what it looks like. Lord, I don't feel like it, but I give you praise. Lord, I'm tired, but I worship and I adore you. Lord, my family has got me on my last nerve, but I'm going to give you glory. Because I realize that you're good. I realize that you're faithful. I realize that you're merciful. And the more you begin to declare the attributes of God, the more you begin to enjoy it, the more your hands get lifted. You see, that's why the enemy doesn't want you to focus on God. He wants you to focus on your problem because he knows that there is a raise in your praise. Come on, somebody give God a praise in this So we move from Todah, to Yada to Hallel. What is Hallel? Hallel means to be clamorously foolish about your adoration of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. In Second Samuel chapter 6, and you don't have to put this one up, but it tells the story of David as he began to dance before the ark with all of his might. He danced before the ark because the ark had been out of the city of Jerusalem for so many years. And nobody cared about getting the ark until David came on the scene. He said, God, I cannot be a good king without your presence. God, I cannot do what you call me to do without your presence. So I'm going to give you praise. I'm going to magnify you. I'm going to give you glory. with all of his might the Bible says he was clothed with a linen ephod the ephod is the garment of a priest and I've heard it taught and preached that David danced out of his clothes that is incorrect he took off his robe what does that signify he took off his title He took off all of the letters behind his name. He took off his reputation, but yet he was girded with the priestly garment that said, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth and I don't care what you think about me, I'm gonna give God glory. the rising of the sun to the going down of the same I'm gonna give him glory you may look at me funny this is what David said but I realize I don't reserve the blessings of the Lord I realize I don't deserve to be king because God has done something in my life I'm gonna give him praise unrestrained praise how many of you have things and have walked into places and had opportunities that you know you don't deserve well if that's you you should give God some unrestrained unrestrained praise So we have Toda, we have Yada that have to do with the hand, extending the hand. And then we have Halal. It's so where your feet take over. Hallelujah. You know the misnomer, particularly in the African-American church, is that we've got to have. Now, we can do that. Let me see you do it. One, two, three, praise him. All right. Y'all ain't ready. But all you've got to do to praise God is to move your feet from side to side. And so when we dance before the Lord, you've got to move your feet because the feet speak of authority. The feet speak of authority. Even as the Lord said, every place where you put your foot, you can conquer that area. And the enemy is under your feet and our bishop says often if you have a message for the devil write it on the bottom of your shoe and while you have it on the bottom of your shoe you might as well go ahead and stomp on his head! That's Hillel. And then we move from Hillel to Shabbok. is to shout to the Lord with a loud voice declaring his goodness, his mercy, and his attributes. We find an example of this in the book of Joshua as they walked around the walls of Jericho. For six days they walked around one time. They didn't say a word. They just walked around their problem. That's for some of you today. You're looking at your problem and it seems insurmountable. And the Lord has told you to hold your peace. But you decide to get on the phone with your neighbor and talk to them about how unfair you're being treated and all the things that are going on of a negative nature. But the Lord says a word to you today. Hold your peace and just walk. Hold your peace. Perfect. You're mute. I'll say that again. Perfect, you're mute. I read a post the other day that said, some of the most interesting and prolific things that a person will ever say will never be heard. How many of you know there are times when you really could tell somebody off? But what do you do? perfect your mute choose not to let negativity to come out of your mouth because death and life is in the power of your tongue and your words create the world just like God used his words to create the world if things are going crazy all around you what are you talking about what are you saying you're creating your world with your words but here we find joshua And the children of Israel walking around for six days. And then on the seventh day, they walked around seven times. And on the seventh time, the Lord commanded them to shout and as they shouted the bible says that the walls fell flat no they didn't come tumbling down they fell flat into the ground so that israel could come in from every side and conquer the city some of us are doing it the wrong way instead of talking to thing to stop working when we're going through a hard season is our mouth. I don't want to talk about it I just don't want to talk about it. I'm tired I just don't want to talk about it and if we do talk about it we talk about it brother Nathan in a negative tone but again death and life is not in the power of your feet although you have authority. Death and life is not in the power of your hand and you notice that when we say praise the Lord, the first thing we'll do is what? We'll start clapping our hands. It doesn't take any mental assent to clap your hands. But it takes a lot of mental assent for us to open our mouths and begin to declare the goodness of the Lord. So this is what I want you to do. Instead of just shouting randomly, I want you to shout the attributes of God. How does that look like, Judy? This is what I want you to do. God, you're good. God, you're merciful. God, you're wonderful. You ready? One, two, three, try it. Come on, shout his attributes in the room. Lace this area, lace this room with the attributes of God. God, you're faithful. God, you're merciful. God, you're a healer. God, you're a way maker. God, you'll turn it around. God, you're my strength. God, you're my provision. Come on and put your hands together. Open your mouth and bless him. And then we have Zamar. Zamar, which means to give life to that which is dead. It also means let the musicians praise the Lord, to touch the strings with music, to praise the Lord on the instruments. I thank God here at West Angeles Church of God in Christ, we have a group of musicians that understand how to set an atmosphere. And we honor you men of God today. Come on, West Angeles, let's praise God for them. Not one moment of trouble, not a scandal. Oh, y'all are too quiet, come on. You must not know about church musicians but sensitive to the spirit of the Lord and understand how to set, maintain, and protect an atmosphere. But along with that, my brothers and sisters, note that Zamar is not the first level of praise. What does that imply? It implies that we ought not wait for the musicians to make us happy or praise God. We ought not wait for Brother Daughtry to get up here in the wonderful way that he ministers to get us happy. We ought to enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. We don't need a cheerleader. I came with my own praise today. I got to move on really quickly. And then we have Barak, which means to kneel or to bow or to rock back and forth or from side to side. You know we do that. You see Bishop and he begins to start to, if you will, move into that place where he puts the gravy on the meat. What do I mean by that? He starts tuning up in the spirit. He starts saying, Lord. And what do you find the congregation doing? We start doing this, don't we? Or we start rocking, right? Right? Listen. Sometimes we must understand that things are spiritually revealed and our spirit knows things that our minds have not yet conceived. So when we begin to rock back and forth, we are baracking the Lord. Let me see you do it. Come on. Come on. That's it. That's it. That's it. When you rock back and forth, you're waiting in anticipation for what God is going to do. And that means to bless. Psalm 103 verse 1 and 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. History tells us that David was in a fetal position Laying in his own excrement, quoting this scripture because he was hiding from Saul. Let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. Your context does not determine your content. And in the midst of what we're going through, we need to bless the Lord. Come on, everybody. Bless him. To heal Last level of praise, if you will, or the foundational building blocks to this thing that we call praise and worship, it means to sing from your spirit, to sing with the spirit, to sing the halels of God, a hymn of spontaneous praise, glorifying God. In song, According to Psalm 22 and verse 3, which states, But thou art holy, thou that art enthroned in the praises of Israel. We understand that this is the level of praise that we know that God sits in. The previous six levels were merely to build a throne for him to sit in. Tehillah takes place when he sits in the throne that we have constructed through our praise and just as the kings and the judges issue decrees and rulings when they are seated when God comes in a room and he is seated in the midst of our praise guess what? Signs, wonders and miracles can take place so our objective when we come of God is not to look at one another even though that's good not to network even though that's good not to look at the choir even though they are beautiful and they did sing today even though it is our opportunity to give God praise every moment that we come into the house of God so that he can be seated and we can receive from him So, after all of that, Sister Judy, what happens when we worship? Let's go back to our opening scripture this morning, Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. It details to us that our praise can set somebody else free. Your praise can be the gateway to someone else's deliverance. I'll read it again for you. But at midnight, midnight denoting the lowest place, midnight denoting darkness, midnight denoting despair, but it did not excuse them for giving God the praise. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying, and singing hymns to God. And they weren't doing it silently because the prisoners heard them. I have a question for you, West Angeles. When was the last time somebody heard you outside of the church praising God? When was the last time you opened your mouth and said, God, you're good, and somebody, your coworker or, or, your, or your friend was around you? Are we ashamed to give God praise outside of the cathedral? Are we ashamed to magnify the name of God when we don't come to the house of God? But lifestyle is worship and worship is lifestyle and it is our obligation to give God the glory, the honor, the worship, the adulation, the exaltation, the extolling that he deserves. At midnight they were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners heard them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loose. Who is waiting on you to open your mouth? Who is waiting on you to set them free midnight most inconvenient at midnight sitting with chains on their feet and their hands at midnight but they decided I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise his praise his praise is going to be in my mouth listen my brothers and sisters God has done some miraculous things for us West Angeles Church of God in Christ under the leadership of our pastor our bishop the angel of this house but I want you to understand that the move of God is always preceded by a sound it is always preceded by something that shakes up the heavenlies when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a a what a what a what a sound from heaven and so the Lord is looking for a sound in earth as it is in heaven. I wonder can we make that sound this morning I wonder can we make it outside of the clapping of our hands I wonder if we can open our mouths and make that sound in the house So, everyone stand. Worship is the acknowledgement, key of B-flat, Brother Eddie, of who God is and who we are in relation to him. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1 through 5 says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, and he was high and lifted up. The train of his glory filled the temple. And the seraphim, man, they began to cry, and they went to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts, the whole earth is filled with his glory. And the Bible says that the post of the door moved at the voice of them that cried. Those that were worshiping, it became so loud that the building began to actually reverberate under the pressure of the sound. Listen, I don't know who you are today. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what your week looked like. But as I said earlier, I know who can handle it. And he's in the room. But listen. It's different for an omnipresent God. Hallelujah. When he receives a place that can handle his weight. To be manifest in our presence we don't just want God as an omnipresent God although we do but we want him manifest in our life and we said earlier let everything that has breath praise the Lord so everyone no matter where you have been no matter what you've done no matter what you did last night guess what you are obligated to praise the Lord. You're obligated. So anybody, anything, everyone should and is commanded to praise the Lord. But those that worship him must do so in spirit and in truth. That speaks of relationships. And there are some of you in this place that are at the lowest ebb of your life. And you feel like throwing in the towel. You came here to the house of God today and you said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm tired. I'm depressed. But God, I come because I feel that something is going to give me Direction for what I need to do and where I need to be I want you to know this morning that the Lord loves you right where you are the Lord loves you right in the middle of all of your mess he loves you religion will tell you clean up before you come to him but he says I love you just the way you are you come to me and then I'll deal with you I'll clean you up If you look at the example that Jesus gave to the disciples, you even see the love of the Father. Before we even repent, he said, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That means you can even ask him before you repent. Uh Uh-oh. Look at the prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, praise be your name. Everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Then give me, Lord, because it is the Father's good will to give us the kingdom. Give us this day our daily bread, and then forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Cast off religion today. Embrace relationship. He loves you, he wants you. everybody repeat this prayer after me father in the name of Jesus I come to you just as I am I come to you needing strength needing hope needing direction help me Lord say I believe that Jesus is the Son of God that he came that he lived that he died, that he rose again, and he's coming back for me. And according to your word, I am now saved. Because I've confessed with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that God has raised him from the dead. And you're a God that will not turn back on your word. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name, listen. If that's the first time you prayed that prayer, I want you to come and meet me down here at this altar. Come on. If this is the first time you prayed that prayer, come on. Come on, come on. Let's move quickly. That's the first time you prayed that prayer. I want you to come meet me at the altar. Hallelujah. God wants relationship with you so that you can worship in spirit and in truth if that's the first time or if you want to join West Angeles Church of God in Christ a church on the move for God what God is doing in the earth come on that's right God bless you my brother come on there are others there's at least five more of you some of you up there in the balcony the Lord is calling you he's calling you to himself come on we got a few moments we'll wait on you come on come on come on